Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This episode is titled, Thank You, NFL. Thank you, NFL. So why am I writing podcasts thanking the NFL? Well, a little background story. I used to be a big NFL football fan. We had, uh, I'm in New Jersey, not far from New York City, and we had New York Jets season tickets for a bunch of years and uh, went to a whole lot of games. So even when my wife and I were first starting dating, first married, before we had kids, you know, we were at NFL games, New York Jets particularly, uh, a lot. And uh, a couple years we had season tickets to the Jets. We were there every weekend. That They had home game, which is every other weekend. And spent a lot of time watching games, obviously, and, uh, you know, buying jerseys and all that stuff. Big NFL fan. So I grew up kind of watching football and was a big fan. I even traveled for some playoff games, and we were a real big NFL fan. So, you know, that was up until a couple years ago. My daughter's three and a half, son is six months old. So really up until kids, we still went to a lot of games. Uh, the first year at my daughter, we didn't get to go too much. Obviously, you don't bring babies to NFL games too much. And then, you know, two years ago, the protests started happening. So we had started dwindling watching. But we certainly on a Sunday, you know, even with a with a baby in the house, the games would be on all day, and we watch the football all day. But back backing up a little bit, you know, before we went to all the home games. So you know, if you're not too familiar, the games start at one. We're about a 40 minute drive from the stadium, and of course, you got to tailgate for a couple hours before the game. So you know, we typically leave the house at 9 a.m. Probably get there before 10 with traffic, parking, etc. Tailgate two, three hours, cook, all that kind of fun stuff. Well, game was one to four thirty. You know, you're drinking beers and eating hot dogs during the game. Uh, sometimes you hang out in the parking lot afterwards, or even if you drive home. Hit home 5.36, you know, time for a little snack or more food and shove down your face and then uh, watch the nighttime game, right? And that was our Sundays is when they had home games. And away games, you know, usually had the mornings free. Maybe I'd go for a run or a bike ride or something like that. But then, you know, 12, 12 o'clock on, you were watching football. There was the one game, the 4 o'clock game, and then the, the night game, I think, is 8.30 now. So it was our, it was our whole Sundays. And uh, NFL season is 16 weeks regular season, but there's four weeks of preseason and playoffs after that. So it ends up being, you know, the you know, season is 26 weeks, probably something like that. And there's a week off in between Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff so you know, it ends up being about half of your Sundays when you really think about it so I'd, I'd spent half my year on Sundays just watching NFL all day and, and pretty much drinking beer and eating bad food all that stuff and uh, a lot of people do that you know it's number one 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 sport to watch in the country still uh, and we've been doing that now with the kids a little bit less obviously when the first daughter we weren't going to we didn't go to games anymore like I said, we we're still watching all day, and yeah, I wasn't drinking beer all day like I used to and all that stuff, but uh, you still watch all day, so you spend your whole Sundays doing that, so, you know, half the year, I'm spending a whole day of the week, you know, uh, watching football games all day, and, uh, you know, I probably would have ended up doing that for a long, long time, and I said, we've been doing it a little bit, and then the protest started, and I wasn't really a big fan of them, so I don't want this to turn into a political podcast, if you follow me, you probably know where I lean, but, uh, you know, I just wasn't a big fan of the protesting, we weren't watching as much anyway, and my wife just goes to me, let's just stop watching this, you know, it's, we got the kids, they don't want to watch this, and, and, and uh, you know, 
know, we don't want to see these protests. We don't agree with what they're doing and not standing up for it. And <clears throat> there's better things to do on a Sunday. So uh, we just stopped cold turkey last year. So this will be the second season of not watching whenever the protest started. We didn't watch one minute last year and not one minute so far this year. So it's funny. People say, you know, I, I said that I wasn't going to watch and post it on Facebook, et cetera. And people kind of, and then people come ask me, oh, did you see the Jets score last night? Or how about the new quarterback? People ask me these questions and, and I kind of look at them funny. Like, well, when I say I'm not going to watch, it means I'm not going to watch. So I know a lot of people say they're outraged. They're not going to watch and they still watch anyways. That's probably like 95% of the people. You know, like the Nike shoe ads, you know, everyone's going to boycott and they're not going to buy them. And then I think their sales went up or stayed the same. Uh, so a lot of people like to say that they're outraged and not actually do anything about it. So that's probably lesson one. We probably do a whole show on that. And, and it's not that I'm so outraged or anything like that. It was just, you know, it's, I stand by my word. I said I'm not going to watch anymore and I don't watch anymore. It's two seasons I haven't watched. I didn't watch the Super Bowl last year. I haven't watched one game. Um, so I stand by my words when I say something like that, which most people don't, which is probably, like I said, a whole podcast or a whole life lesson of itself. You know, how many millions of people say they're not watching the NFL anymore and they're still watching, right? And now now it's going on, and I think the protests died down. I don't even follow it anymore because it's just, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I don't follow, like, negative news and that kind of stuff. I don't watch the news, really, any of that kind of negative stuff. I just stay away from regardless. Um, so I don't really watch the news. I'm not watching the NFL, so I really don't know. I think they're still doing a little bit, but a little bit less, but I honestly don't know, and I really don't care anymore. And everything stops, and, and it's back to normal. I'm, I'm not going back the NFL like I've just decided I'm done with it and uh, it's not just be, it's not because of that like that was the kind of the catalyst that kind of got me over the hurdle but you know the first Sunday that we didn't watch um, you know last year the first week or whatever the first Sunday you know because when football at least in the northeast you know in the summer it's nice out you know we got a pool and a boat and you're doing all that kind of stuff you're busy on the weekends like you wouldn't want to watch football in August anyways you got a pool I'd much rather be on the boat with the kids fishing or you know in the pool in the backyard like we're not going to sit in front of the TV all day in the nice day so football's timings you know in the northeast it's September's you know you're shutting down the boats and the pools and, and all that kind of stuff starts getting cooler out. There's less you can do outside with the kids. Um, so that kind of coincided well with that. So that change of season, like, you know, the time kind of frees up because you're not in the boat in the pool or doing summer stuff with the kids and all that stuff. So anyway, so, you know, the first change over last year in September was the first year we didn't watch it. The first Sunday, I remember, I was like, all right, but it's no football. It's the boat's away. It's too cold for the pool. Uh, what are we going to do? So in the morning, I, you know, went out with my daughter, who was two and a half at the time. We cleaned out the garage. So I wanted to, like, rearrange the garage in, in a pretty major way, like shift where the cars were around and, and, like, clean it out and move a bunch of stuff around. And I've been meaning to do it for, like, a year. And uh, that Sunday, I find it in the morning. My daughter pretended to help, sweeping around, and uh, but I rearranged everything in the garage, moved the car around, and uh, cleaned up, vacuumed up, and my daughter pretended to help for a couple hours. It was great. So I finally, this is like one of those jobs that you've just been meaning to get to for years and you never get to. And again, that's a side podcast. I actually talked about it a little bit and I learned that from Jack Canfield. There's that one or two project that you're like, it's gnawing at you in the back of the brain, cleaning out the garage, cleaning out your closet, cleaning out the basement, something like that that's driving you nuts, like internally, that you need to just do. And a lot, a lot of us guys clean out the garage or a closet, like I said, the basement, or something, you know, painting, or there's something that's broken in the house, or something that's driving you a little bit crazy that you need to take care of. I actually have an episode on that too, but another side note. So that felt great to get rid of that. And we're done with that by lunchtime, I think. You know, we my kids are up early, so it's eight o'clock or something. Eight to twelve, we did this garage cleaned out. There's a big thing. Like I meant to move the, I moved the car to a different spot in the garage and cleaned it out. It was, it was like a big project, so it was good. So I got that done, then had lunch, and then both my kids still nap, like 1.30 to 3.30, something like that. So I spent two hours doing a marketing course by Frank Kern. So it actually purchased this course probably a year ago before that, or maybe it's something like that, probably a year before. And Frank Kern's a great marketing guy. Um, he was kind of like incognito. He was like one of the first like direct response internet marketing people and was really big, made millions of dollars back in the day, 15, 20 years ago, when this stuff started 
coming out. He made like $30 million direct marketing on the internet when people first started doing it. And then he kind of disappeared. He married a pretty girl, got married, and he was kind of off the radar for a long time. Now he's back, so you might be seen on Facebook, at, and he's been marketing again. He hadn't done anything in years, um, so he's actually worth following out. But anyways, about this course, great course, just had never done it. It's those video courses. Like, I'm good with audios. You probably are, too. You should listen to podcasts. I'm listening to podcasts and audiobooks in my car all the time, at the gym all the time. I walk the dog. So like, I listen to probably two, three hours of audios a day, um, but it's really hard. The videos are just harder. You can't li- watch videos when you're driving or at the gym, right? So or walking the dog. That's when I really get all my audiobooks done and podcasts. So anyway, so I've been meaning to watch this and it was a great program. I did like two hours of all the kids were napping. Great program. Uh, really good for my business on the uh, marketing and stuff. So it was great. I did that. And then my daughter woke up and then there was another little project that was driving me nuts. So it's kind of a long story. We had a door put in, in between like two areas of the house where I have like a home office and uh, it opens up into like a little wet bar. And in between the office and the wet bar, there's no door. And then that opens up into the living room and then it opens up to the staircase. Um, so, and the other side of my office has a door. It's hard to visualize. But anyway, so there's like this open area. When I'm on the phone or trying to do a podcast episode or something at the home office, my voice, and I have like a you know booming voice, you probably figured out, kind of carries up the staircase and the kids are napping or something. It's kind of disruptive. So I end up like not doing much of that stuff at home, even though like I don't have office hours or stuff to do at the office. Like I'll do a lot of podcast episodes at home or at the office office where my clinic is. Not the home office because my voice tends to carry through the house the way it's set up because there's no door here uh, and uh, so you know it's just a little thing so I can't like there's times I would just be home doing a podcast episode or doing coaching calls but I can't do that stuff because my voice carries even though it's nice home office so I had a guy a contract that does a lot of work for me put in a door there a couple weeks back and or a couple months before maybe I'd say and I put it in it's great it's a cool door it's a swing and saloon door and it's really nice looking brand new door and uh, he had the guy install it, and he said, I got to send the painter in to uh, paint it for you later. So a couple weeks go by, and we actually got him a, a big project with a doctor's friend of ours doing a big like, remodel for a medical clinic. And uh, so he's been tied up with that, and he can't come back, and he'll paint it eventually. So it's been like three, four weeks. He still has a wrapping on the door, and it's like glass, and there's like wrapping still, and the plastic still on it, and it's an unpainted door. So it's been kind of another one of those things driving me nuts. So I can certainly paint it myself. I told him, I'll paint it. And he no, 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 it's, you know, I'll take care of you, and he does a lot of work for me. But anyway, so that afternoon after the kids woke up, I ended up painting the door. So same thing, I had my daughter come help me. She loves helping out. So we just got an empty box out of the garage and um, put it on some newspaper and gave her some white, like, kid kids paint because I was painting the door white. And she sat next to me, painted the box, and I painted this door. And, and it's great. So it's another one of those things that's been on my list. Like, those are two of the things that have been driving me nuts for months. I got them both done that day. So it was like a great day. So I got like stuff done around the house. I'm not like a big worker on the house guy, but like everybody's got to get some of this stuff done, right? Those are two projects. I don't do stuff like that every weekend. Those are two things that have been sitting on my to-do list for like months and I finally got them done. Like I said, I'm not the kind of guy like doing work around the house all the time, but it, you know, those little projects you got to do. So those are kind of like two pretty projects hanging over my head and I did this great marketing course. I didn't finish the whole thing. Of course, it was hours and hours, but I got two great hours done. So it was like this great day. It was a Sunday. I'm like, wow, this is a good day. I got two things off my list. Not that I always want to do, like I said, work around the house, but two big things off my list. They're kind of been driving me nuts. And this marketing course I've been trying to get to forever in a day. And I got two hours of that done. So it was like just a great day. And I'm like, wow, like normally I would have just sat in front of the TV for like eight, 10 hours and watched like men run around with a football, right? It's kind of crazy. And like how many weekends I did that for, you know, years and years and years. And heck, we used to even watch, you know, college sometimes on Saturday. So you're wasting half your weekend on that. So Sunday was like such a good day. <clears throat> 
spent more time with my kids than usual, you know, instead of just watching football on the couch. Uh, we hung out and got some stuff done around the house that I mean to get done for a long time and studied some marketing. You know, if you do two hours of Frank Kern every Sunday, like over a couple years, like that's life changing. Like you will just increase your business and change your life, you know, listening to really good marketing products like that can be really huge. So, you know, anyway, so I was really thankful for the NFL for finally kind of kicking me in the butt and stop watching that. And, uh, you know, so now Sundays are a lot more productive and get things like that done. Certainly don't do that much stuff around the house every Sunday, but just an example that first day, but it was just like a kick in the head that first day. Like, wow, all this stuff I got done. I got this great marketing thing done. Great time with the family. Instead of just sitting in front of the TV on the couch all day, uh, watching football. And if you watch football, that's fine. And it's not about that. It's just about like this big time vampire, you know. So a lot of people talk about time vampires. I was spending so much time on it, and it wasn't just that, you know. First thing Monday morning, Mondays are busy, in, you know, your clinics. I'm sure everybody recognizes. It. I come in Monday morning instead of like prepping for the day. I'm, I'm reading a blog post about how the Jets played last night, or how they graded the quarterback and the defensive backs. So, all you know, all that kind of stuff. I was reading blogs, you know, a couple hours a week, and and all that kind of stuff. So I spent a lot more time than even just watching it. So it's this big time vampire, and I've kind of got it off my back, and it felt really good. So whether you know the, the protests kind of were the catalyst that finally got me stop watching and I, but I'm really thankful for it. I'm glad because it's gotten a day back. You know, it's half for it's one day a week for half the year. You're know, spending 25, 30 days a year on this NFL product and what does that do for you me? It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it's some entertainment and of course you gotta have fun. Everybody should have some fun. You have some hobbies, you know I golf and I have a boat and all that kind of stuff. But you know, is that a that's a big time, you know, golfing for you know once a month or twice a month that I do for a couple hours is one thing or you know but watching NFL for eight hours every week is another day ten hours and blogging and everything else. And of course like I said, you got to have fun. You got to have some passions. You got to have some release. But, um, you know, to me, I just realized I was giving up a lot. You know, it's a lot of time to be giving up to this. And I'm just not going to do it anymore. And uh, so I'm really glad for the NFL what, that uh, they kind of kicked me in the butt to stop doing that. So it's not all about the NFL. It's not about the protest. It's not a political thing. But I just realized that, like, how much time I, I can be spending much more productively in my weeks by not watching the NFL. And that was some more family time, maybe some more, you know, business time. And uh, just doing different stuff. And, and and I was just giving so much time over to this. So I want you to think the point of this isn't about the NFL, the protest, or anything like that. The point is, like, what's a time vampire in your life that you can get rid of? So what are you spending time on? And again, I don't want you to get rid of everything. Like I said, we have a boat. I go on the boat once in a while. And I golf once in a while. You just got to have some hobbies, have some fun. But, you know, is there something like this that you're giving up a lot of time for? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's social media, right? It's a good example. I mean, even me, you know, I'm on Facebook. I, I do marketing on there, and I do well marketing, you know, the podcast business and my coaching business. I also do well with the practice marketing on Facebook. So I need to be on there doing that. But do I waste time on Facebook? Certainly do. I mean, you just click on there, and it's like cocaine to your brain, you know, flipping through that stuff. And I, I should probably delete it off my phone. And I've done that before, but then you know, running ads is kind of difficult. And I want to see what the ads are doing, and maybe that's an excuse. Maybe it's not. But is there something like that that you can get rid of? Maybe yeah, maybe it's your Instagram account or your Facebook account you can get rid of. If you're not running ads on there, you shouldn't probably have them on your phone. You know, I should probably delete off my phone too. Or are you watching some trashy TV show? Or are you doing, you know, what are you doing that's a time vampire? You know, like there's something you can cut out for sure, free up some time to be more productive. And so I want you to think, and that's really what the point of this podcast episode is not to, to you know, criticize what happened in the NFL. It's just realize, like, wow, this was taking up so much of my time. And I'm so thankful that I kind of got a kick in the rear to, like, stop, like, spending all this time. And I'm lucky. I'm 39. I'll be 40 in a couple months. And my kids are three and a half and six months old. So, like, uh, that was another thing. I'm like, wow, like, was I going to do this for the next 20 years? Like, this is how my kids are going to remember, like Sundays, watch, sit around TV, like I'm doing this all day. Like now we're going to go play in the playground and maybe, you know, I'm sure my daughter had a lot more fun painting her box, helping me think she was painting that, helping paint that door. Like that box is still in my garage. That was like a year ago. It's still sitting in the garage painted. We we just wants to throw it out, right? So it's like a much better memory than sitting and watching football for the 400th time that little girls don't want to watch, right? So, you know, I'm super glad that I figured this out young and I'm not going to go back to watching it. And uh, all that time that I would have wasted down the road, I'm glad I'm not. 
I wish I could have some of that time back, but that's no big deal, and I'm, I'm glad I figured it out young. But um, anyway, so why don't you think, what's a time vampire? What are you spending time on? In your life that you can get back this time. There's a lot of time out there. You know, the difference between successful people and, and unsuccessful people have the same amount of hours in the day. It's a great equalizer time. You know, everybody has 40, 40 work hours and much more time in the week. We all have the same amount of hours in a week. And what you get done in those hours is going to change what you do with your life and how your life turns out. So I want you to think there's some time vampire in your life. What is it? Uh, is it social media? Is it some TV show you shouldn't be watching? Is it, who knows, there's something you should be watching. But if it's not, you know, not helping out your business, helping out your fitness or your family, you know, there's, there's not a lot of point for a lot of that other stuff in there. Like I said, you got to relax. You can't be serious all the time. you got to relax. Uh, sometimes have some hobbies and fun, but there's probably some tam- time vampire you can get rid of it. So what is that time vampire in your life? Look at what you're doing on a daily basis, weekly basis, weekends. Is there something you can cut out uh, that's sucking up a lot of your time that can save you some time? And reclaim some of your time back. You know, there's only so many times. Kids grow up fast. Your business, you know, time goes by really, really fast. You're going to blink an eye and it's going to be 20 years from now. And what can you do to ensure that you're spending your time wisely now? So hopefully this helps you out. Um, it, you know, it helped me. It's kind of realization. I come to to get back a lot of time in my life and I'm really half, happy for it. So hopefully I'll spend it more wisely in the next 25, 30 years. So hopefully this helps you out. Uh, check out the website for more information, drjamesfetich.com. That's F-E-D-I-C-H. Right now we're doing a free audio download, top 10 ways to get new patients. 2018-19. We're going to take that off the, uh, the website sooner. That'll be just for our members only. Uh, if you interested in membership, there's a membership form on there as well. We have different coaching levels where you can work with me directly on the phone twice a month, or we can just email, or you can not work with me at all. Just have or work with me, but you just have access to the uh, members only area, which includes hours of training videos for you and your staff. There's hundreds of documents in there. There's examples of ads we run in there, monthly promotion calendar, a copy of my book. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. So you can have online access only as well. So if you're interested in that, check out the website, Dr. James fetish.com f-e-d-i-c-h and i hope to hear from you soon thanks for listening to dr j's path to success podcast make sure to subscribe on itunes and leave us a review for information please visit drjamesfetish.com dr james r fetish clinic director at village family clinic his book secrets of a million dollar clinic is available on amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com www.drjamesfedich.com With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.